Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey, Viz Media, What Pumpkin Studios, or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you're old enough to vote for our clown juggalo overlords. It's time to go to hell. And welcome to Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fan cast in the year of our Lord 2019. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm also Elizabeth. And Elizabeth, I'm actually going to do some rebranding right now. Oh, are you? Of yourself? Of, of me. I am still, of course, the best Elizabeth. Of course. But I think, you know, I'm 24 now. I think I can drop the E off my name. I think we're good without it. I, you can call me Liz. Ah, of course. Liz it is. Oh, don't say it like that. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to make it rhyme. It just happened. <laughs> no, I love it. No, no, Liz is a very good name. I mean, I'm still Elizabeth at heart. I'm not relinquishing my position as the superior Elizabeth. I'm just saying to make it easier on everybody else. I think Liz is less syllables and it doesn't sound like a baby's name. You have relinquished more syllables. I have an ever increasing larger total of syllables than you, so. You have eaten all of the syllables. Exactly. How delicious were they? I feel like it gives me an edge, is all I'm saying. That having more syllables. Maybe, maybe not. Time will tell. I mean, the thing is, I have less syllables than you, but I'm still the better Elizabeth. So, I mean, who really came out on top here? Mm, we'll, we'll, we'll table that for now, but do not take that as, as an agreement from me. Oh, I'm absolutely taking it as an agreement. Hey, Elizabeth, uh-huh. did you know that we almost have 69 followers on Twitter? We do? Just almost, though? We're not all the way there yet, but I think we're at 65 at this very moment. But we're getting ever closer to 69, and I'm so excited for it. Okay, well, we're we are definitely calling on four of our wonderful listeners then to go and follow our Twitter because we need to hit 69 followers. We just need to. Or four of our wonderful followers to tap one of your friends that reads Homestuck or read Homestuck to listen to our podcast and then follow us so that we can get that sweet 69. Yes, that's, it's very important to us personally. So we, we would very much appreciate that. And we already appreciate the wonderful 65 of you who are here already. When we're in Act 5 and we have hopefully more than 69 followers, you can say, I was one of the first 69 followers. And that's the real reason you should follow us. 
Yes, absolutely. But you'll only be able to say that if you're one of the next four. Although, after that, you'll be able to say you're one of the first 420. So, also good. <laughs> also worth following for. I think since this is a Homestuck podcast, the more appropriate number is 413. But if you want to be, if you want to make a weed joke, fine, go ahead. Oh, I see. Now I'm the, uh, now, I, uh, yeah, okay, I see. I see how it is. The 69 joke is fine, but not a 420 joke. But anyway, Elizabeth, all of our guests are gone. All of the special episodes are over with. It's 2019 and we read Act 3 today, or part of it. We sure did. We we really got into it. And boy, was it a wild ride, that's for sure. Yeah. Elizabeth, did you like, do you like Act 3 so far? We haven't gotten very far in it yet, but we did get a couple of things set up. I liked parts of it. I have a feeling which parts you didn't like. So, Jade is a furry. Uh-huh. Yep. She didn't go as far as to wear a fursuit. No, she she was scorn scornful to the, uh, the very idea, in fact. And let me let me make a disclaimer right here. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything against furries. No. Of course not. I had a roommate who was a furry for all four years of college. She was very wonderful. I it was just very blatant. It was very blatant. And Liz did make me read aloud the entire page where Jade goes into very great detail about wanting to be a wolf. Yeah, I made her read that with her own mouth. It took a very long time because I kept having to stop. It was an interesting time for me. I'm I'm the one with epilepsy, but I think Elizabeth was having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah, it was it was rough a little bit. I also think that Jade has the distinct aura of the kid who read all of the Warrior Cats books in like two weeks and got way too into them. Oh, she definitely read Warrior Cats. You know the kids who she has a Warrior Cats OC, the whole nine yards there. Definitely. Jade Harley probably wrote Star Paw, which I, I realize that's kind of a weird pull, but it is a it is a slightly infamous Warrior Cats fan fiction that is kind of like the it's the Warrior Cats version of My Immortal. Oh my god. I never wrote Warrior Cats fan fiction. My brother did as an assignment when he was homeschooled. This is my my younger brother, not the one who wrote our theme music. So he cannot be held accountable for it, as it was a school project. So this is more of a drag of my mom, <laughs> not him. <laughs> yeah, you were homeschooled! Yeah, my mom did assign him to write Warrior Cats fan fiction at one point. So anyway, what I'm saying is that if my brother turns out to be Jade Harley and or a furry, that's why. Also, I just looked it up. I got the name wrong. The fan fiction was called Star Kit's Prophecy. Oh, of course. This was before Star Kit was an apprentice. 
I see. Oh, you you know of the hierarchies. No, listen, I maybe have read the first 32 Warriors Cats books multiple times. 32? <laughs> there are a lot more than 32, but 32. 32? Span, 32 span Firestar's story, okay? 32. 32. Like 32 books. Four series. It's four. It's four series of eight books each. I think. Like they're. But but but, but, but like but like uh, no 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 Elizabeth Elizabeth. Uh huh. Thirty two. Like one hundred page. Two hundred page. Uh, about uh two hundred page. I think. Uh, let me let me do the math here. Let me do this math. Go ahead. Yeah, that is 6,400 pages of Warrior Cats books that you have read in your lifetime. Uh, multiple times. Oh, 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 wait. And also, that doesn't include any of the manga or the super editions. Hold hold on, pause the Homestuck fan cast. We have to talk about Uh your Warrior Cat problem. Elizabeth, if if you if you are suffering from a warrior cat's addiction, <laughs> I am a friend, and you can come to me with any any problems you have. I am I am not suffering. I will put you in warrior cat's rehab. No, I I stopped reading after Firestar's arc was completed. I have only read like two of the prequels, and then I stopped. And I only occasionally reread the entire series, and I don't own any of the books. I only borrow them from the library. I have to stop asking you about Warrior Cats, because if I think about this anymore, we're gonna be here all night. And I swear to God, the second I turn off the recording button after this podcast today, you are going to get interrogated! (laughs) Please, I would love to talk about the Warriors Cat series. Oh my goodness gracious. Anyway, I have favorite cats. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, but yes. Anyway, where did this start? Uh, Jade Harley. Jade's a furry. Jade is a furry. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, now I'm just thinking about Warrior Cats. <laughs> but otherwise, I liked jade though she seemed to have a lot more interests than her three friends and her grandfather also had more interests than the family members of her friends so it was it was more chaotic in jade's defense she does live on an island and presumably does not go to school that is true She has an interest in nuclear physics, which I suppose is understandable, but also is just taken in stride. And she didn't have any sisters, but she did have a lot of sexy hair salon bleached out women to look up to. Yeah, I'm still not as worried about her as I am about Dave, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This girl lives on an island. She has technology to make irradiated steaks. Yeah, but it's it's disconnected from reality. Dave's situation was just, like, realistic enough 
that it was disturbing to me. Jade's situation is disconnected enough from reality that I'm just like, well, I'm good here. Okay, I guess I guess that's fair. But yeah, she lives on this island. She has perpetual power from the geothermal... I don't fucking know how physics work. I'm a graphic designer. She's on a volcanic uh, hotspot. That would make sense that there's a lot of geothermal activity right there that can power the, the lab. Yeah, so she... She has all this power. She plays like a really cool bass. She can't play the flute. Has the weirdest fucking Silidex. Yeah, that she can use. Yeah, she knows how to use the memory modus very well because she is apparently psychic. She does mention the whole, when she's, when it's introducing her, the precognition or whatever. Do you have any updates or alerts on your theory of what's going on with Jade? Because now we know her name's Jade, first off. Yes, we do. We do. We know all four names of the of those kiddos now. I mean, it seems like she can just see into the future. I mean, precognition indicates, like, see into the future. So I, I think I am holding the phone on that for right now. There's just a lot of Jade information to absorb at the moment yeah you're, you're just marinating in jade for the time being you're just marinating in jade not the phrasing i would have chosen had it been up to me but yes you're sitting in a pool full of jade letting it seep right into your pores no no you're you're practically showering in jade no my friend, you're getting further and further from my intended meaning with every Just passing Just wrap syllable. yourself right into that warm jade stank. <laughs> <laughs> Bad and wrong. Speaking, speaking of Dave real quick, uh-huh. there was a pester log uh-huh. from Dave uh-huh. that I broke down when I was reading it because it is... Oh, wow. This is on on page 829. Jade doesn't talk to Dave. Dave is just blowing up her notifications trying to get to her. This was while she was asleep. Yes. Quick content warning. Dave does use the F word here. And not the good F word. The bad F word. No! Not, not the fuck word. No, we're fine with the fuck word. The fuck word is totally fine. It's the F word that is a slang? Yeah, slur against gay people. So we will not be saying that aloud, but it is on this page. So if you don't want to read that, we don't blame you. But he, he does say, he does say this whole thing. <laughs> he goes, chumple stiltskin, <laughs> uh, chumple dipshit. Yeah, you asleep. Yes, no. ASL, S equals species. <laughs> Baboon, kangaroo rat. <laughs> if kangaroo rat, gift twice, please. <laughs> and then he talked about how he's wasting a killer fursona. This it was a. I think this is literary genius, this line right here. Always low to the ground, getting a good prowl on. Like I dropped my keys in the dark. <laughs> yes, you very much enjoyed that line when we were reading. It's very I, good. I do not remember this line from my childhood. 
That's my new favorite Dave line. It's a very good Dave line. This whole thing is so good. And so he goes on this whole thing and then just says, hey, yeah, just wanted to give you this remix I finished here. Uh, sends a remix and then says, so yeah, you don't have to respond to any of that, by the way. I'll probably forget half the shit I said anyway. Talk to you tomorrow. I read that and I was like, they are best friends because my best friend and I have not not comparable in terms of content, but like we will send each other just like huge blocks of text, like 30 plus messages and then say like, yeah, you don't have to respond to any of that. Anyway, talk to you later. <laughs> I do want to point out that David Strider's fursona's name is Aqueet Permusk, hardest buttock in the jungle. Yep. 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 Sure is. Tempered steel. Listen. Listen. Are you gonna try to defend this? No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to try to defend this. I'm just saying. David. David Strider. You cannot say a slur against gay people and then turn right around and say the gayest shit I've ever read. Oh, my poor boy. You can't do that. God. <laughs> he's got some, he's 13. He's got some stuff to come to terms with. It's okay. I mean, yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> it happens. You think... When you're 13, you're, you you think one thing, and then a couple years down the line, you're like, hmm, I was wrong about that. You know, it happens. I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. You think you're straight when you're 13, and then when you're 22, you don't. Like, it just, that's... That's an oddly specific number, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my point is that you, when you're 13, you don't necessarily see the signs that are right in front of your nose. Or your snout, in Jade's case. Bad. No. It's terrible. She is a human. She is. I had had my doubts, but she is. She's a human. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The, the problem is, the problem is is that you go on the internet and now you can actually recognize a Homestuck character when you see them online. Yeah. And you've been recognizing Jade lately. Yes. And you've seen some some later fan arts of Jade that have a few things that make you that made you think, "Huh, maybe she's not human. She's absolutely human. Just some stuff happens in the narrative." You know what? If it makes her dreams come true, it's fine. Are you okay there? Uh-huh. You good? <laughs> yep, I'm totally fine. Alrighty. <laughs> anyway, we've got all that furry shit out of the way. Which is good because there was a lot more to go over in this particular section. I think, though, it would be best if before we went over that, we went over to the middle part of the episode. Alright everybody, and it's time for the best part of the podcast, it's the mid-episode minigame! 
La we've been doing Troll Jeopardy like three times in a row. Let's hope that we can get something that isn't Troll Jeopardy. <laughs> we have done so much Troll Jeopardy. We'll, we'll see, because there are other games aside from Troll Jeopardy. You may have forgotten since it's been so long since we've played any of them. So I'll just uh, weed off the titles here. Besides Troll Jeopardy, we also have Image Description, Music Appreciation, True or False, and Hussey's Fixations. Yes. So, Elizabeth, would you like to go ahead and spin that and see which hopefully non-Troll Jeopardy one you get? Let's see. No. Liz. What? I'm not bullshitting you. No! I got Troll Jeopardy! No! I swear to God, I will send you a screenshot if you need. No, I believe you. I just... <laughs> Do we... Do we play it, or do you spin the wheel again? I mean, we have to play it, right? Because we have to play it. Oh my god. I, do you want to play? Why? Do you want to play Troll Jeopardy? I guess. Okay. If we're, if we're succumbing to the whims of fate. Okay, okay. So Troll Jeopardy is Jeopardy for <laughs> Homestucks? It's the only chance Elizabeth has. To earn real-life prizes on the show. <laughs> if she gets a question correct, she gets to pick another one up on the board. You may remember it because we've played it for, like, the last three episodes. Uh, let me, let me grab the Troll Jeopardy board because I didn't think we'd need it today. Neither did I! So, Elizabeth, would you mind reading what categories there are for Troll Jeopardy? Yeah. As if nobody, they don't already know them. Yeah, creatures beyond homestuck, product placement, words that start with A, troll call, and Vriska. Yeah, and you've got all of them answered except for the bottom row, so we'll see if you can knock it out today. How about words that start with A for a thousand? Alright, words that start with A for a thousand, and onomatopoeia used to describe the sound of a dog. And that starts with A. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really funny if we only get through literally one question. It wouldn't even be getting through one question if you get it wrong. You know the irony about this? What? Just in case, you know the, the beginning of the, the Dave page where he's fighting his, his brother... And there's a whole list of A words. I went back to that page and wrote them all down just in case we did get Troll Jeopardy. And this is none of them. But a dog sound is not on there. No. It's not woof. I'm going to say that it's not woof. And it's not bark because neither of those start with A. Not woof, not bark. I tried to cheat the system and this is what I get. What do dogs say? Uh, oh, in Ger I'm I'm looking this up right now. In German, the the sound that they use is woof woof, but with like a W. Wow. Like W U F F. Yep. Oh, Turkish Turkish goes hev hev. They all make different sounds. Um. Koreans go mang mang. I. Uh, oh, I knew this one. In Japanese, it's wan wan. I don't know how that sounds like a dog, but you know what? That's absolutely fine. Onomatopoeia is weird. Oh, Icelandic is voff voff. <laughs> I don't... And in Mandarin, it's wang wang. 
These are all very cute. Ooh, an Albanian. It's ham ham. That doesn't sound like a dog at all. No, it really doesn't. What kind of dogs do they have? Well, who knows? How long does it legally have to be before I have to admit defeat? I can't believe you aren't getting this. I was so ready for it to be one of the words I wrote down. I prepared for, for once, and now here we are. And I can only think of two different dog sounds. There's a third dog sound. I'm really lacking my brain here, but my brain was not expecting to play Troll Jeopardy today, and it is not cooperating. Folks, we, we may be looking at the shortest game of Troll Jeopardy in history today. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, are you fucking Yes, I'm thinking so much. <laughs> My god, we don't do episodes live because, dear god. Uh, ARF? <laughs> to say it in the form of a question, what is ARF? Oh, thank fucking god. <laughs> yes, it's ARF. That's a very small dog sound. I can't believe. Did you Google that? I reserve the right to remain silent. Either way, fine, you can pick another question on the board, even though that was so painful. That was so painful. That was more painful for me than it was for you, my friend. That was more painful for me than it was for you. Troll call for a thousand. Troll call for a thousand. This troll was the one that typed the line that we use as the title of this podcast. Who is Kanaya? Yeah, I, yeah, you know yes. that one. It's Kanaya, yeah. You can put oh. a question on the board. Thank God. I was going to say, I was going to say, if I don't get a troll call one, then I'll just have lost all faith in myself. Vriska for a thousand? All right, Vriska for a thousand. This all-white item, which is a billiards piece, is one of Vriska's most prized possessions. What is a cue ball? That's correct. You can pick another question on the board. Well, that's interesting, considering that a cue ball came up in today's reading session. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'll remember that. What about product placement for a thousand? Product placement for a thousand. This soda was beloved by the mayor of Cantown and consumed in a binge drink. Oh, what is Tab? That's correct. You can pick another question on the board. Beyond Homestuck for a thousand? Beyond Homestuck for a thousand. This famous Homestuck composer lived in Andrew Hussey's basement for a while. Who is Toby Fox? That's absolutely correct. Elizabeth. Uh Uh-huh? You only have one more question left. Yep. And that question is, this pony lives in Rose Lalonde's house, and was an ironic gift from her mother. Who is Maple Elizabeth. Uh Uh-huh. You've just won Troll Jeopardy. Oh my god. (laughs) You've done it. You've climbed this mountain. I can't believe you've done it so soon. I'll have to come up with another Troll Jeopardy board. Well, I think maybe uh, we can put Troll Jeopardy on hold for a couple of episodes in between Troll Jeopardy boards. I'm pretty sure we can. We've played a lot of it. In the in the meantime, you know what? Uh, what it's time? What it's time for me to do? Hold on one second. Oh no! It's so hard to find the Homestuck shop. That's a shame. I don't want it to go to Skynet.
It just goes to Skynet. No. Yeah, so I'm thinking of like what merch I'm gonna get you <laughs> for your prize. What what unholy thing I will put on onto you. Do you, do you have a preference for anything, Elizabeth? You know, I was going to say I trust you. That is not accurate. However, I feel like the very act of like owning Homestuck merch is so cursed in and of itself that what it is really will be sort of negligible. Well, I here here's a question. Do you want a piece of apparel or do you want like an a, a physical item? See, that's hard to say because if it is apparel, then I will have it on my person and people will recognize it. Or worse, people won't recognize it and they'll ask me. They want to weigh that, whether you want to inflict that on me or whether just the ownership is enough. You have, you have time to decide my fate. I do. Speaking of which, actually, in, I will be sent. It's not technically a piece of Homestuck merch, but it is Homestuck inspired. Uh, I will be sending you something Homestuck inspired just as soon as I finish it. Oh, of course. <laughs> God. It's a it's an equal almost semi-equal exchange here in terms of owning things. Except that I feel like you have had Homestuck merch before. I actually haven't had a lot of Homestuck merch. I just have the, the patches that I... Not a lot of isn't the same as none. And this will be my first piece of Homestuck merch, which I feel like is a little different. So so is that, a, is that a yes on you want, like, a physical item over apparel? I feel like we'll get to apparel eventually. Because I, I think I do have the, the perfect thing to get you. That's ominous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway, that's gonna be it for Troll Jeopardy for quite a few episodes. <laughs> yeah, but I I won this time. I actually yeah you won a mini game. You did win, and do you want to know what your prize is other than the nice Homestuck merch that I'm just putting into my cart? Uh, somehow I have a pretty good idea at this point. You get to read. Some more Homestuck. I can't wait. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you on the next minigame, which won't be Troll Jeopardy. That was the biggest mess of a minigame. Oh my gosh. So, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm? Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Who is Grey Text? Hmm? We had a little conversation with Jade and someone with gray text speaking in all caps for some reason, just yelling at her. What was up with that? Uh-huh. I mean, I know who it was. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. Do you, Mrs. Miss Homestuck expert? I do. <laughs> We've finally gotten to something I know something about. Oh. Would you care to eludicate the rest of us, Homestuck Expert? First of all, you're the Homestuck Expert. That has been made quite clear. 
Second of all, it's Carcat. How do you know it's Carcat? <laughs> because because of his typing quirk and the fact that he's an asshole. Yeah, it, it, the very first line is <laughs> talking about how stu- how much of a stupid idiot Jade is. No, <laughs> which she does. She is not a fan of. She's like, I thought I blocked you and logged out. How are you messaging me again? This person, I am going to stay anonymous because you have not- There is not confirmation that this is Carcat. You do not know that this is Carcat. I was going to say if it is, but, you know, I I know better than to stake everything on something unconfirmed in Homestuck now that I think about it. So I'll go with that's my theory. Your theory is that it is Carcat. It's definitely a troll because the list of- Gray text users was entitled Troll Chum or something. It was Troll Slum. <laughs> yeah. I did want to point out one of the one of the usernames on one of the troll slums was Arachnid's Grip. I wonder what troll that is. Well gosh, I can't fathom who it might be. Can't even dream. Nope. Anyway, this this anonymous gray text. Typer. This gray text can apparently speak to Jade when she is offline and when she blocked them multiple times. Uh, yeah. So what's up with that? Interesting. They do not seem to be functioning by the normal confines of technology and internet access. Then, then again, neither is Jade really, but you know, in a different way. Jade is rooted in some reality, but this person seems to be on a completely different level. Yeah, like Jade still needs like internet access and stuff. This person is just, doesn't seem to be following any known rules. Now I do have to ask you this question, Elizabeth, and this might take some of your Jade theories down, maybe. Do you think, since this is not the first time they have spoken to each other, and since this person realizes that today is a day where something bad is going to happen, do you think that Jade may have gotten some information from this figure previously? Did she get the information from them, or did they get the information from her? Oh, twist. Yeah. We don't know. You don't know. Jade clearly has some precognition. I'm not putting my theory entirely off the table, but I am taking into account that she is communicating with someone who is out of our realm of experience and or existence. And since that conversation is very short, there's not much else we can say about it other than the person on the other end is a huge asshole. Oh yeah, Jade's very unhappy with them and blocks them again, although I feel like it won't take since it didn't take the first time. Exactly. You know what does take, though? What? Jade's little squiddle dolls. They cling to each other very nicely. Just all tangled up in each other, giving each other a nice little hug. It's electromagnets. Electromagnets. Which seems kind of dangerous, but, you know, that's what I have a problem with. The dangerous electromagnets around this uh, child. 
this is also a child that knows physics, so I think she's cool. I think she knows how to practice electromagnetic safe. It still isn't as, as bad as as the as the Smuppets, so it's fine. The Squiddles are at least cute. Yes. Um, some of her other dolls were not as cute and had like a feeding trough. Yeah. Uh, which eh, that was less cute. L- little bit. Jade is interesting. That's for sure. Like, there's so much shit packed into Jade's room that I don't know if we have enough time to talk about it all, but she's got, like, portable refrigerators. She's got a shirt that can change designs on it just randomly. She's got, like, this atrium full of plants. Like, she's got teleporters in her house. The plants respond to her music, and that's also where where the mayor got his pumpkin from last time. Yes, it was. Uh, because, like, when it was just about to drop on her head, you could see the little ify <laughs> where it was purified. It was purified. It was not de-purified because it is not a de-purifier. That would be stupid. It would. There's no way a machine could purify and de-purify at the same time. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's where the pumpkin came from. And there are other pumpkins and some very technicolor flowers and little fruit trees with fruits with faces on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very interesting. Her grandpa is pretty interesting, too. Yeah, he has a number of interests. He has three of them, each of which is worse than the last. No, wait. Four. Four interests. Yeah, so we've got big game hunting. We have mummies. We've got weird knights. Don't forget the mummies. And then we have the bleached hair salon photos. The thing about the mummies isn't too weird, though, because mummies actually uh, were not all that rare. They're only rare because we ate them. Ah, yeah. And I know that sounds fake, but it sure isn't. You gotta Google it, my friend. Please do, because it's just dispiriting, yet unsurprising. Yeah, no, there was an interesting collection of stuff. If I met this dude in real life, I probably wouldn't punch him because I don't usually, like, punch people. But I'd really want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't even met him and I want to punch him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you hate him more or less than bro? I was just thinking about that. I would say differently. As a person, I hate him more. But as a caretaker, I think I hate him less. Partly because I feel like Jade is aware of the eccentricities of her grandfather and has learned to deal with them, whereas Dave looks up to his brother so much, and yeah. I would not speak up so soon about her grandfather being a good caretaker. Oh, I'm not saying he's a good caretaker. I'm. Please do not get me wrong, I'm not saying that. I am saying that Jade seems a little more self-aware about her situation, and uh, she knows nuclear physics. I would still hold off on passing judgment on that. I'll, I'll, I'll hold off. 
Because there's something about Jade's grandpa that's probably, I would say, worse than bro. And it's kind of staring Jade right, like, dead in the face. But she's... We'll have to okay, see. Okay, well, I'll hold off uh, judgment there. Just, just let, let me let me just repeat that for uh, for everybody listening. It's just staring her dead in the face. Jade also irradiates a stake for her dog? Yes, Beck. That's quite the dog. Yeah, who enjoys irradiated steak. That's the only type of steak he enjoys, apparently. Yes, of course, as any dog would. I do have to ask Elizabeth, Uh because I asked this for every kid that we encountered before, but do you like Jade? What what is, what is your what is your character ranking at this moment? I mean, Dave's still at the top, especially after that beautiful pester log. So I think it's Dave, and then probably Rose, and then John a very near third, and I have to put Jade at the bottom. Oh no! Why? I'm sorry, Jade. I'm sorry, Jade. I thought I would like you more. Well, what I want to say is she's harder to follow, but she's one more step out. With with the other three kids, their situations may have been increasingly weird, but they're still, like, firmly rooted in reality. They're very clearly these regular 13-year-olds. And then there's Jade? I was just exceedingly more and more thrown off. Like, we we crossed over from the realm of, like, plausible deniability into the realm of what is going on here. You know what, that's fair, but I, I think that's the reason I like Jade more. <laughs> that's also fair. I, I still like her in terms of personality, but I don't like her as much as I thought I would. A little bit, little bit disappointing to to me, honestly. But I'm sure she'll glow on me. I'm I'm sad that you've that you've been disappointed by Jade. Uh, or, or I'm sorry that you've been disappointed by poor sweet Farm Stink. <laughs> it's Farm Stink Butlass, who is you know a very a very good girl. Yes, she is. I mean, this was also only your first impression of Jade. Time will tell. Right. I wasn't a fan of John at first, either, and John's grown on me. When John smiled, it was all over for you. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, maybe the same thing will happen with Jade, or, or at least something similar will happen with Jade. We can always hope. We can always hope. And speaking of new characters, we did get a new character at the very end of this reading session. How do you pronounce that name? Uh, the Peregrine Mendicant? Yeah, the Peregrine Mendicant. Or right, we only saw one page of them. What's up with that? One second, I'm I'm googling the two different words because I'm curious. A mendicant is a beggar, and a peregrine, other than being you know uh, a bird, uh, means coming from another country, foreign or outlandish. We we saw them before during the section on the mayor. And we decided that they were the same species, just different colors or races. This was this was the mailbox person who is pictured here with their mailboxes. 
So on page uh, 892, the last one, I don't see arms, which would be one difference. Yeah, I mean, that might also just be another one of the stylistic choices. We did see them use an arm to take out a sword. What's purposeful and what isn't? Yeah, there was the sword, the black sword. We only saw very little bit of the peregrine mendicant, so I can't really pass judgment yet. My primary question right now, I guess, since we're working with the chess metaphor and one is black and one is white, it's sort of set up in opposition, literally with the kings right across from each other going around the outside of the chessboard. That's what that's called. Opposition. So I feel like I'm supposed to be on one side? That's a pretty logical conclusion to come to. And I figured it'd be the side of the mayor, because we love the mayor, as we said approximately one million times. I love the, the mayor! Bonus episode. We said that so many times! But it's true, I love him! It's true, but it's just so funny! We were so insistent, like, every two lines. Anyway, so I wasn't expecting us to get a direct uh, viewpoint of this this other person, so I'm very interested to see where that goes, actually. We also got a very quick direct of another person, which we saw in one of the flashes. I, I need to ask your impressions of the Midnight Crew. As, it, it, like, individuals? Or overall? I think just as a concept. I mean, I'm uh, fairly neutral. Definitely not against them as a concept. And I do like the name and the names of each of, uh, each of the individuals. I thought that was clever. What, like Spade Slick? Right. Hearts Boxcar and Club's Deuce. Exactly. Diamond's Droog. Yes, exactly. All, all of them. I hate a moral coward, one who lacks a manly spark. I just detest a man afraid to go home in the dark. I always spend my evenings where there's women, wine, and song. But like a man, I always bring my little wife along. I'm a member of the Midnight Crew. Uh, I have not heard that song, but I have heard a member of the Midnight Crew is also a Homestuck thing, so now I have. I have seen the Midnight Crew, so. Make her a member of the Midnight Crew. (laughs) Uh, I just like that song, I'm sorry. It's a very good song. Which, by the way, I didn't get a chance to do it earlier, but there's also a Squiddles song. (laughs) No. No. Squiddly no. Dee. That, that one is vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> vetoed by a squiddly song. Vetoed by the Elizabeth with more syllables. <laughs> that means I get veto power. Oh, also, in that same place Spade Slick is, mm-hmm. we saw John's dad. 
that's all I really have to say about that. Unless you have something to say about it, Elizabeth. Uh, nope, just that it's a kingdom that lies beyond an impenetrable veil of darkness. Where have we heard that before? It was when the mayor was making all of his little paintings on the wall, and then there was a dark planet behind an impenetrable veil of darkness. That planet was also purple. Mm-hmm, it was also purple. So that is a real place, and John's dad is there. Throwing imps around. The, the last thing that I want to talk about is this laboratory that Rose has found herself in. Yes. We have this laboratory. We do. And again, more chest motifs inside this laboratory. Or laboratory, if you're British, I guess. Laboratory. Laboratory. She had this whole screen with meteor landing times and places what's up with that she sees all of the sites of meteor impacts and when they will impact and how big they'll be lots of locations lots of times yeah there's one that's about to land where she is. A big one. Yeah, there are, there are two. There's a smaller one and then a bigger one a little later. What about those other two that are coming a little later? Yeah, one of them appears to be around Texas. And one of them is in the middle of the ocean. And gosh, I wonder... Dave lives in Texas, and Jade is on an island in the middle of the ocean, presumably, so that's where they're headed, almost certainly, although the impact of, I mean, the one that's gonna hit Dave is still pretty big, but the very, very huge one is, seems to be probably headed for Jade, and it's very big. It is so big. It's very big. It is... Nothing. Would you say it's the size of planet fucking Jupiter, sir? I would not, but it is maybe the size of Australia. I hope they get their server shit sorted out soon. I hope so, too. I'm sure they will. They're all gonna be fine. Oh, Elizabeth, did I not tell you? All four main characters die in the next 30 pages. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why you said the trolls don't get introduced in person until, like, Act 5. And then there's just, like, an entire act and a half that's just nobody. No, that's- the the other act and a, and a half is the Midnight Crew. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's, like, John's dad and Rose's mom and Bro and Grandpa Moreau or whatever his name is. They become the new main characters because their their children are all dead. <laughs> that would be silly. That would never happen. We would never take such a weird intermission from the main characters like that for so long. That'd be stupid. Is this one of those circumstances where I accidentally figure out exactly what's going to happen? No. We'll have to see. Yeah, I do have to say, Elizabeth does accidentally figure out plot shit. When I run D&D campaigns for her. But I don't know I figured it out. And then I second guess myself. And then like a week later, I knew that exact thing was going to happen. But I, I said, oh no, there's no way. 
I have perhaps done that exact thing here. We will just have to see, won't we, whether I was right. Yeah, we will have to see. Until then, I think that's a good place to wrap up for the end of today. Today in Homestuck, we read from pages 760 to 892. Uh, yeah, and you can read all of Homestuck on homestuck.com, or if you need an accessible version, including the audiobook and the image description version, you can go to our blog on Tumblr, lookhowsane.tumblr.com. We have all versions linked there, as well as the transcriptions that I write. I mean, you just said it, but you do write all the transcriptions for these episodes. Yes. And I appreciate that greatly, because I had to do it once, and it was very hard. <laughs> yeah, and also that includes um, the entire text for those two very long excerpts from John's books. Oh, the Harry Anderson books. Yes, the Harry Anderson books. Those excerpts are transcribed because we read them out loud in our first bonus episode. I say that because... They are not transcribed in the image-described version of Homestuck. Which, boo, not good. That's what you're supposed to be describing. Yeah, so, which I found that out because I had thought, oh, I'll just copy-paste. But no. Uh, so if you want uh, that, then we, we have it in our transcription. All of the episodes are transcribed, and then uh, Liz runs the Twitter at how underscore. Same. You want to send me spoilers, send it to me there, because I run the Twitter and Elizabeth doesn't. If you have any images for the image description portion of the minigame, which I'm sure we'll get one at some point, you can send it to me there. I'll probably like your post, but I might not retweet it because Elizabeth does follow the Twitter, so I don't want to spoil the surprise for her. But I do have some really fun ones that fans have submitted in that I will roll out the next time we get an image description. Yes, thank you so much for sending those in. I can't wait to see them and be, I'm sure, uh, suitably horrified. Maybe we'll get to play that next time. Or maybe I'll get to learn more about Andrew Hussey. Who knows? Thank you also to John Michael, my brother, who wrote our theme music. Oh, it's very good theme music. It's very good. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends uh, if you have any friends who also are Homestuck fans. We did get a review on iTunes and the, the, the thing is I, I do love the specific feedback that's very helpful for us. The, the one that we got was very sweet. Thank you to that person. I don't know how usernames on iTunes works. Thank you to... Let's see. Uh, it's a dusty room uh, for leaving us a very, very nice review. We do read those and appreciate them. And thank you for everyone who has continued listening into 2019. At this point, it's your fault that you're listening to a Homestuck podcast. We take, we take no responsibility for that. We've already taken responsibility for creating the darn thing. But yeah, that's going to be it for today. And until next time, remember, Riska did nothing wrong. Are you sure about that? We're getting ever closer to finding the answer. I'm positive. Don't even worry about it. Bye, everyone.